don't look like a runner with Nick and John. Hello and welcome to You Don't Look Like a Runner, a quarterly podcast providing you reports on running fitness and tech. I'm Nick. And I'm still, John, after all this time. <laughs> after all this time. Happy new millennium. Is this our first of the year? Mate. Is it? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sorry. It's, all, it's, it's, it's bad. It is quite bad. Why has it been so long? I've been busy. been super busy. You have been busy. You. I have, oh, Christmas, I have. Chris, Christmas happens, doesn't it? And then... Yeah, it's a bit tough one. We're going to get back on it. A bit, a bit like, uh, a bit like my running fitness and uh, tech and journey. Tech. I think I need, oh, okay. I need to get it. I need to get back on it now after Christmas. It's been, it's been a, it's been a heavy, heavy month. Well, I've put in the in the show notes our first things a lightning round update on what you've been doing in the six or seven months since we spoke to you. So, um, what's happening then? What's happening with training? What, what, what are you doing? What are you up to? And what's coming up? Oh, okay. Um, wow, we, that is, you've really lightning round. You've gone straight into that, haven't you? Um, okay, you, so... You me. Well, okay, so... <laughs> I... Uh, I... Oh, I... I got on the scales yesterday. Okay. For the first time since I hit that target. Right. And, uh... Happy? Mmm... No. Um, No, I've put... In that about six months, I've put a a stone back on. Um, But I think quite a bit of that was over the Christmas break. Right, right. You lived um, a life. You lived a life. I've lived, yeah. Well. I, I, I think. Do you know what's weird? Is I don't feel like I don't feel like I have. I don't feel like any of the clothes are fitting me differently. But mm. who knows? Um, but I think yeah. Over, over the Christmas period, and this was just after I literally put got on my scales after I'd been away for a week, doing a lot of, you know, essentially living living large. So perhaps not the most accurate, but I was feeling in a in a mental headspace where I was like, you know what. Um, now I'm kind of over that period. I want to start moving forward again, and to do that, I need to I need to be weighing myself. Uh, so I was kind of in that in that headspace. Yeah, so I put a stone back on, but I'm feeling pretty confident I can get that off quite quickly. Um, but I have I have readjusted some targets for myself, right? Based on that. Um, so I want to uh, I, I go away with work again in June. And I'd like to knock two stone off before that. And doing the maths, that's probably about a pound and a half a week, which is pretty tight. That's, that's quite. That's not that easy um, from my previous experience. Right. But I think it's a, it's a decent enough goal. And then I'd like to lose another uh, stone after that. Right. Um, by mm, well related. I have entered the ballot for the Great North Run, nice. which is 9th of September. So if I could get another stone off by then, um, which would bring me down to 14. So you're going to push for a time then once you've got that, presumably? I've, I've already got a time in mind mm-hmm. for for Great North Run. I'd like to get a sub two hours nice. for a half marathon. Um, I think we're... I think I did the last one, which was like a not official half marathon in like two oh five or two oh something. This is when you um, went running over the trails with your mate. 
yeah and I think I could probably I'm going to see how I get on during training I might readjust that and lower that but definitely I want to get definitely want to get a sub two uh, so in terms so I'm kind of like I'm kind of like looking at these dates and I'm going right that's how I can like equate that with weight loss maybe and uh, keep going in the right path because I just know that I I know it sounds like oh you just you know I thought it wasn't all about weight loss and stuff but I know my body physiology is that if I'm not right on top of it mm-hmm. as proved by this right like I've not been going crazy mm. it's not like I hit that target and was like yeah I'm just going to eat loads of like takeaways and drink a load of booze but I can very easily creep back up if I'm not constantly just like watching it um, so I think I just need to make sure I'm doing that and the problem was I hit that goal and I had no goal after that I had nothing to work towards right uh, so I'm trying to give myself like a few different bits to work towards f- that should last me the full year right. and then I can reevaluate. and so the, those few things together make a, a whole piece that's yeah. a, a, a larger goal I think a couple of stone by June especially when I think the first kind of you know stone of that should be quite easy to go because I think it's a, a fairly recent addition let's say <laughs> um, and then like one that should come with alongside training um, and maybe we could follow up on my training plans for the Grey North Run uh, another time because I think mm-hmm. you're. Do have you also enter the ballot? I'm in the ballot, yeah. Sweet. So we can talk about what our potential training plans would be if we if we get in. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that would be. Then I think those are good days. If I don't quite make the Grey North Run one, that's not the end of the world because that's quite a quite quite a short turnaround for a stone. That is mm-hmm. uh, June to September. I think, if, especially if you're already kind of like having lost the uh, the initial bit. Um, but yeah, definitely by the end of the year, I'd like to have lost that extra stone, which yeah, okay. took me down to fourteen, um, which I'd be pretty happy with at my at my height. Um, so I've got a couple of clarifying questions just to um, make sure I've understood what, what you said correctly. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the first thing is about the the targets specifically, and then the second thing is a, a kind of a chicken and egg question. So you're you said you want to lose two by June. So that's back to the old target and then a stone beyond it. Is that right? That's correct. Yeah. So yeah. so that's a net gain of one. Yeah. Cool. And yeah. then and then another one beyond beyond that. That's right. Yeah. Cool. That's that's big, man. Yeah. Like I say, a lot of that thinking is based off. I'm hoping that this first one will go quite quick because because mm. I, I think it's gone on quite quick. Uh, essentially over Christmas I did actually weigh myself I think kind of like start of December yeah and I'd only put I think I'd put like five pounds on or something so I know for sure that like the majority of this has gone on over the Christmas period and into New Year and as I say I did weigh myself just having come back off a week um like for, you know all, all inclusive kind of thing so <laughs> Not not the smartest time to weigh yourself, maybe, but I think maybe there's something to be said for kind of uh, jumping in when you know that it's going to be bad. Because if you keep waiting for it to be good, you never quite get to it, and that's a tr- that's a habit I fall into quite a lot. Is waiting to like, well, I won't weigh myself this week because yeah. you know. Uh, the other thing I'm going to do as well um, is over the break that we've had, I've actually hit I hit a bit of a milestone with not smoking. Nice. Um, I've broken over a hundred days now without smoking anything and cool. i was using a like streaked tracking app right 
so kind of like every day I log that I don't smoke and it builds up a streak and it's been very effective at keeping me going mm-hmm. um, I tried it with logging calories but it, I just couldn't get it to stick as effectively mm. um, but what I am going to set it up for is to weigh myself every week because I think that is and I, I think we've talked about this before I think that's the crucial thing for me everything else follows on so I will track calories if I know I'm going to weigh myself. If I'm tracking calories to no end, I just will I'll do it for a few days and then just like go oh, up, you know, whatever. But if I know that I'm ha- you know, I'm definitely going to weigh myself that week and I'm going to keep that streak going, mm. I will I will track those calories and I will make sure that I do my workouts. Working doing running and working out is has never been a problem to actually keep doing that, but like doing the things in combination. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, making sure that I'm weighing myself every week is gonna absolutely be crucial to this. So I'm gonna set that up as a as a street goal to go for. So yeah, so it's been a bit I, I to be honest, what I wasn't the like you use for that, mate. It's called strides. Strides. Yeah, there is one called streaks that um I think is is very good I've heard but um classic it was paid and this one was free so <laughs> the one that was free what are you gonna do what are you gonna do <laughs> you know what I mean so um I, I I've got three I've got three things set up on that moment I've got uh, don't smoke mm-hmm. um log calories which barely ever gets ticked because I'm just like ah whatever um and then I've got uh exercise and my thing so you can set it to be like weekly or daily Mm-hmm. So I've got an exercise one to do exercise three times a week. So I've got the whole week to log them. And as long as I log three, it gives it a tick. As in, I'll hit that hit that streak for the week. So yeah, that's um, so that that seems to be working okay for those. For, certainly worked really well for for smoking, and I'm still keeping that going. Um, so yeah, I'm. I have to say, I was in, I was in a pretty good headspace when I did when I weigh myself and I'm not beating myself up too much about it because when you look at it like you know considering I basically stopped tracking it after I'd hit that target in July um, to kind of creep up a stone especially just after Christmas and this sort of stuff it's like you know it's not the end of the world you know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna beat myself up it's not it's not like I don't fit in the clothes that I was wearing at that same time anyway so yeah okay fairly philosophical about it but yeah definitely it was good really good to kind of go right sweet here's a couple of dates I can use um, for targets I've had some thoughts about kind of switching up training a little bit bringing in some um, yoga Mm -hmm. bringing in some swimming um, especially if I get the the Great North Run thing obviously I'm going to have certain amounts of runs each week and then mixing that up with other stuff I really really want to focus on cross training this year uh, and not falling into the habit of just going to the gym or just running actually mixing these things up um, so yeah also tentative plans for a bike ride as well um, right. like a regular like a, or a, uh, an event uh, uh, like, it's like a 64 mile ride in oh, June nice that a friend sent to me that I'm interested in so that will be that will also help with the cross training so if I'm, if I'm training for that and the Great North Run at the same time mm-hmm. uh, then that'd be good I'm also maybe looking at getting a, a personal trainer um, but with a different mindset this year rather than just like before I wanted a personal trainer to show me some routines I could do myself mm. I'm sort of looking now for someone who can come and maybe sit, like 
have a session with them once a fortnight where it's all so, sort of like, you know, it's not necessarily about me picking up a routine. It's about them spending an hour or so with me and absolutely like killing me for an hour or so, you know. Um, and if I can pick some stuff up from it, great. But really it's about the actual hour um, and, and really burn some, through some stuff there. So yeah, a few different thoughts. Sounds good. Thanks for letting me unload. How about yourself? And that's why it wasn't wasn't that uh, much of a lightning round, more, more of a kind of a rolling storm. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's I've what still, they call me uh, down the. Anyway, I've still, I've still, no, I've still got some questions about it actually. So, okay, when when you talk about so when I when I said um, Great North Run, have you got a time in mind? And I was tying that up to the the weight loss. I was thinking you were coming at it from the point of view of if I shift a few pounds, I can move faster. Are you coming at it more from the point of view of if I'm moving faster, I'm shifting pounds? Do you know what I'm saying? So is are you trying to lose weight to run faster or do you know that if you train to that goal, weight will come off? More so the second one, but I, I'm actually quite keen to keep the two reasonably separate in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still running quickly. I went for a run this morning and still logged like an eight minute, 50 mile and I hadn't run since before Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm still I'm still in that region of pace that I was uh, when we were talking a few months ago and I was hitting that kind of um, eight-minute mile for the 5K stuff. So that was sort of my, my general pace at that time as well. So still still running reasonably quickly. Uh, it didn't feel kind of like I was pushing myself beyond what I had before, so I still feel like I'm in still good general fitness. Um, I know it will help, Right. You know, shifting like running with three stone less on you is going to be better than running with it. Yeah, definitely. On, um, so it will help. But I'm not too worried about um, connecting those two things in my mind. Right. I know from like I know that if I think oh, I'm going to run to lose weight, then that's not that's not worked before. Right. I have to really approach it as a hole of the hole for it to work for me i just don't have that um that physiology that where it's like oh well as long as you do exercise you lose weight that just doesn't work for me i need to kind of really be and that's why that's why the kind of key for me is the weighing thing because everything leads back to that so if i do that every week i know i will make better choices about food i know that i will make myself do different sorts of training because I know that's the thing that works. So if I am focusing on that, then I think that will help. I think realistically, the more important if you if you were to say, okay, you could run a sub two half marathon or you could lose the free stone, I'd rather lose the weight. Right. I'd rather lose the weight and run slower. Like I think that's that's uh that's pretty pretty nailed on for me. Um just doing the Great North Run would be amazing. Yeah, it looks such a good you know, fun, doesn't it? Looks like a good I'm not there. too... I think it's quite hilly as well. I think a good time might be quite tricky because I think it is a... Is it hilly? I've seen... Well, I remember watching it on the TV. I think there's some pretty steep uh, inclines around, like, the, there's some like, castles and stuff on the coast, some coastal parts of the route. They look quite, quite daunting in terms of hills. Mm. So I don't know for sure. Um, but a friend of mine said, it was. you know, if you can get in, it's like the best run you'll ever do. Yeah, I mean the the atmosphere of it on on the TV and stuff looks looks great. Um, it'll probably be as, as close to the London Marathon as I'll ever get in terms of uh, 
um, a, a big event because I just I can't I can't see me ever getting into London really. Well, I I always thought when I watched both of those on the TV, I always thought I'd rather be in the Great North Run. There's something about it that always looks more enjoyable to me than the no, not just because of the distance, obviously, but because you're a punk, though, isn't it? It's like maybe that's what it is. Yeah, that, is, that probably like, is what it is. A little indie scene, the Great North Run. Yeah, <laughs> you, yeah I think you, I think you might have been nailed on there to be honest, mate. Yeah. So yeah, it's a bit top forty the uh, London. So, um. Yeah, I'd still like to do. I'd still like to do either of them, really. So hopefully, hopefully I'll get in. I hope we so both get in. That'd be my lightning, yeah. That, I mean, that, that'd be great. I, I thought this morning that you got in. I was really confused, but it was. Oh, it was, sorry. It was it, it was early. The kids had been waking me up, and then I'd been getting back to sleep. And sorry, I mean, I was just I was just virtue signalling online. That's all I was doing. What confused me was I thought we'd signed up weeks ago. So. Well, no, but do you know, if you remember when um, we originally had the sign-up, I couldn't get onto this website because it was so inundated with traffic. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. this was the first chance I had to actually do it today. Yeah, um, Corinna said the same thing. She she wants to um, go in the ballot as well, but she can't get in. Uh, but that's I think, I, think, I think that's a login issue rather than I think it's calmed down a bit now. Obviously, because you've you've uh, you've done it. I'm on. I'm on. So my my lightning round of, of updates is um, the. Following on from the snow, um, in, then into Christmas, it's been uh, not the best training. Four or five weeks, really. Um, no, we were we were quite snowed in for a week around here, and then in some of the roads took a while to to clear up. And I I went out earlier than a lot of people around here went out, and I've kind of tentatively picked my way to the park. Once I was in the park, it was great. But um, those those pavements were a bit slippy. I know a few people mm. fell over on them. So and then New Year, I was I was away and uh, it was very very wet and um, we keep going away to places that aren't near main roads, which is lovely right. because you're in like a really idyllic setting. And then you wake up in the morning, you go, I'm going to go for a run, and you realise you're going to have to run about two miles down a single track road that a tractor might swing around a corner at any point. Yeah, before you can get to anything else that you can run on, so that kind of yeah. curtails running a, a little bit. But I went, um, I, I found some shortcuts onto some on some trails, but it was very very hard going. Uh, but I got a few runs in over the New Year's, but now now it's back. I've booked Liverpool um, Marathon in May. That's my that's my first target for the year. Right, nice, yeah, nice, yeah, and obviously I'm in the ballot for for September as well. But there's there's a lot of infill I can do between now and May in terms of other events that I might do, and then once I'm up to marathon fitness in May, there's loads of events then June, July, August. So if I decide I want to go for another one, I should just be able to kind of like ride that training out and maybe hit another event, and then yeah, yeah just play through. And, yeah, 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 exactly. So I've I've got a couple of couple that I've written down uh, that sound good. One near you, Leicester, sounds quite good. Um, Leicester they, Marathon. They haven't they haven't confirmed their date yet. I don't think, or they didn't when I was looking over New Year. Is that um, marathon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. And one in Gloucester that sounds quite good as well. Liverpool Marathon though looks really nice. I had a quick look at the course. It does do a bit like the Birmingham Half. It does kind of come back on a contraflow against itself, hmm. but you're not doing laps. So there is a road where there is like the outbound people and the inbound people. But other than that, it, it's, you know, it's, it's a loop. Yeah. Um, which I think is quite important. And it doesn't look overly hilly either. Um, and it's, 
it, it's, it's going to hit all the sites that you want to see. I don't really know Liverpool that well. And yeah. it's, going to, it's going to run you past all the, all the things you want to see in Liverpool. So you can do all your tourism in, in your three or four hours that you're out. So. <laughs> three or four hours of staring at the pavement six yards ahead of you. There's That's the a great, birds up there. Brilliant. Great way to live. Uh, There's the mercy. There's experience the mercy again. The <laughs> Great tarmac. <laughs> So I mean that's 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 mo- that's mostly it for me. I think the Do you know, I'd forgotten about the weather until you mentioned it. I've forgotten how bad the weather was and how that affected um, any chance of getting of, out of getting fit, yeah, and keeping keeping well. It was well. Uh, what I what I did was I switched up to the gym at that point, and I, it kind of helped me get back into the gym a little bit because if right. I was saying to you, I'd lost I'd lost a bit of um, interest in it, uh, and actually switching up and going back in and and trying. I, it started off actually. I started doing a few kettlebells in the house when it was really snowy. Yeah. And um, I was like, oh yeah, no, this is, this is quite good, it's quite good. And then I, sw- I kind of went back to the gym for a few few times. Uh, yeah, and I just, I really want to just keep, the, keep it all going together. I don't want to be doing one or the other all the time. I want to be a bit more, uh, what's the word? I don't know, continental with it. <laughs> be more continental. Be more continental with my training. <laughs> Isn't that when they, when they stay out a little bit later and they... They just drink on a terrace, isn't it? That's it, yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. continental training. That's um, it. Basically smoking on the balcony a lot. So the, um, the place where we, where we, the cottage that we had out in the countryside, it had a multi-gym and it had a treadmill. And um, because... There was, La-dee-da! Because there was, yeah, well, because there was a, um, a one day when there was an absolute hoodie going on outside, I think there was a tail end of a hurricane coming through or something. Um I did go on the treadmill and it was just awful. Just convinced myself that I'm not I'm not into indoor exercising at all. Yeah. Uh, a few of the cycling lads that um that I ride with, the Sunday rides have been off most weeks because the roads have just been treacherous and they've got um turbo trainers. Are you familiar with yeah. turbo trainers? Yeah. I c- I just couldn't I couldn't put my bike on rollers and sit in the lounge and go for a cycle. No, I don't I don't get that at all. I don't get that. But it's it's um, their sport, it's their main sport and it's their discipline and it's kind of if they can't do it if they can't get out they're going to do that because otherwise they're going to be going stir crazy but yeah it's not for me no I, I struggle I struggle with like if, if I'm going to do indoor training I do stuff that's short burst mm-hmm. uh, so either into interval runs yeah or some sort of like resistance training like weight training or kettlebells or something something that's kind of like you cha- you're changing it up regularly so you're doing like one activity for a few minutes and then moving on to something else or you're doing a, a walk and then a run this is exactly like. what I did on the on, on the treadmill because since I had any targets in the diary which like the last event that I did was in October I've just been freewheeling just kind of like do I fancy a run and how long have I got I'll do that um, so to actually do something with a bit of discipline I thought oh I'll do a 40 minute interval training um, and having the the ability to program the computer that was quite, that was quite cool to be fair. Mm. Uh, I was doing inclines. Oh, okay. So yeah. it was like it was like ramping up, and I was running. I was gonna say forty running, minutes is a bit long for sprint intervals. R- running up the same, uh, running at the same speed up a hill, and then it was coming down, and that, that, that was quite good. But yeah, I did um, I did weights for the first time in ages, and actually, I kind of thought I should be doing this. I can, f- I don't know how much of it was mental, but I thought this might help my back pain. I think. Yeah, just a little bit of like well, I was working on my um, any any core strength. Well, yeah, yeah. I need. I, I've, I've had so so few issues since I did any like even the remotest bit of core strengthening. 
my my back issues have pretty much dried up. So that's probably what I need to build into my um, into my plans for the year. So well, I'm very excited. My, my the thing I'm most excited about, I think, for my plans for the year when I um, get back from uh, holiday next week mm. is um, getting a vacation. Get- you God. You are. I know. I'm always a jet setter. Um, Bloody tech the, bro. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm sure you'll find something soon. Um, the uh, thing I'm most excited about is yoga. I really want to get. I really want to get into some either, either yoga. Or no, you haven't. Got, you haven't got the. You haven't got the temperature of yoga's vibe yet. If you're excited. <laughs> no, that's true. Uh, well, the thing. The thing I've been looking at. Um, I can't remember we've discussed this on the pod before. We've discussed this personally, but oh, the thing I'm looking at is called Broga. Oh. And um, obviously, we it's haven't got talked a, about this yet. But have we not? We, we got as far as you texting me the word and me <laughs> having a meltdown about it. As you, as you well, as you well should. Um, but the thing I've I found with yoga before is when I watch it on, like, if I do like a YouTube tutorial or something right but I was talking about like you know all the meditation side of it and I'm kind of not interested in that side of it what I'm interested in is stretching out my hamstrings well shouldn't you be doing Pilates then well maybe I should be but the the, the broga thing sells itself as essentially the all the stretching and the core strengthening Mm. without all of the it doesn't say it's in a pamphlet. It's fine, mate. It's fine, mate. If you want to go to your can game I say hippie gates, bullshit? Can I say hippie to your bullshit? Game gate stretching class. Then. Can I say hippie bullshit? Can I say hippie bullshit? Can I say that? Because that's what I kind of want to avoid with yoga. I'm all for the. I'm all for the physical attributes. I'm just not so into the. You're going to be there with a load of people who are still upset about the Ghostbusters reboot. Well, we'll see. Because I've I've invited a few of my other mates. Because I'm like, can we go as like a bit of a lefty. Uh... <laughs> Can we oh, be like, oh, oh, great session, corner. guys. Can we t- great session, guys. Can we talk about the fucking name for a minute? <laughs> That's basically what I want to go and do. Go and infiltrate them, infiltrate them from the inside and talk about their branding. Um, but yeah, I, whatever it is, I, the reason I picked that one up in particular was a, a friend of mine's doing it. So I was like, okay, well, at least that's a bit of a, a nice gentle in. But I think Pilates might be best. I don't know. But... Um, yeah, I definitely want to get on that train this year. I've been talking about it for ages. It's the one thing I've not done. I've done all the other things I've talked about, but actually going and getting some classes in some sort of stretching mm. and um, holding uh, discipline, I think is something I desperately need. And I'm really convinced it's going to help my running performance as well. Cool. Now, so, I, I'm reluctant to bring this up, being as I, I, I really, really want to talk to you about snowboarding, and then I really want to talk to you about my phone. But winter nets must be starting soon, mate. Let's talk about it another time. <laughs> okay. I've not had a, I've not had a call. Just oh, okay. <laughs> could be, it could be that the decision's been made for me. Okay. Well, <laughs> say the call comes in. Where does that fit in your, in your schedule? Just a kind of a one-word answer. Is is it? Are you feeling? that you want to do it or you don't want to do it? Um, I'm feeling like I don't. Right. But I think I might. Right. So at the moment, I'm not I'm not feeling particularly positive about it as a, as a thing that I want to do, an activity I want to do. Um, but we'll see. 
Okay. Maybe, um, we, well, we'll talk about this in a second, but like, I'm trying to be kind of, make myself do stuff. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. Have you got any snowboarding updates for me? Because I've literally the last time we spoke on tape, um, yeah. you'd you'd had your class in pivoting down a mountain. I didn't. I didn't go up. I didn't go up fucking far. To be fair, I meant more from the point of view of someone barking out the same commando, oh, over see, again, yeah, hoping yeah, for yeah. changing circumstances. Yeah. Um, so you'd, you'd had a terrible class. Um, it was quite all bad, day. Yeah. With um, someone who we, we we did pick apart her pedagogy quite harshly. <laughs> yeah, I think it was quite harsh. People keep saying that I wasn't harsh enough, but I, I think it was a bit harsh to be fair. But um, um, so you spent all day failing to get down a mountain. Well, no, failing to get down an artificial snow hill. Yeah, and I think we left it with me going go on a real mountain and check back in with me. And you've been on the mountain now, so what's happening? Okay, right. So some stuff happened between then and the mountain. Mm. But you need, to, but you need to. Uh, between then and the mountain, by the way, was my short-lived emo band in the early two thousands. Um, so a few things, a few things happened. Uh, I'd had that conversation with you, and I was sort of like, "Yeah, yeah I'm, um, I'm going to go and do it. I'm still going to go and do it in the mountains." And uh, I kind of sat with it for a while, and. I was looking at this... So so the reason I was going to the mountains was that we got this, this trip away of work. Um, so everyone was going to be there. There was lots of people doing different activities. Skiing, snowboarding, snowshoeing. Um, no idea what name. I think it's like... I don't really know. I think it's like hiking, but in the snow. So you've got those big... Like, you know, the, the old like cartoons. Like tennis racket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, but it's... But it's yeah, def- basically that. And um, <laughs> you go and explore the wilderness. It's only really interesting, to be fair. And I was like... <sighs> Doesn't sound as cool as snowboarding, though, mate, to be honest. No, no. So I was... Um, I was talking to a few people. And they're like, oh, you know, we're doing skiing and you know, I'm doing snowboarding and stuff. And I was like, you know what? I do think it would be better on the mountain... Mm-hmm. But I've got a limited period of time with these people mm-hmm. in this scenario. Do I want to take the risk of it being the, uh, miserable again? Right. Because I never really put the blame solely on the tutor because. I still felt like it was my body was reacting to the situation quite quite harshly and it was tensing up and stuff and I was like there's no <laughs> I don't you've never know had a slidey experience I've never had a slidey as, as the title suggested last week <laughs> last week I wish um, <laughs> so uh, I was like and I kind of sat with it for a while and I mulled it over and I was like okay I'm going to ask to switch to skiing because Ooh. I'd heard it was easy to get started, in this, whereas snowboarding is... Every every single person I've spoken to, everyone I spoke to said snowboarding's really hard to get started and skiing's easier. But snowboarding, once you've got started, that's basically all you need to know. And skiing, there's a lot more, like, there's a lot more progression and difficulty, but it's easy to get started. Right. I was also thinking... If I switch to skiing and I have a similar experience, then at least I've like covered all my bases. <laughs> so I've tried the other thing and that's still not worked for me. Right. 
Um, there was a few people I knew as well who were doing skiing. Everyone was snowboarding that I knew was doing it was, had already got experience of it. Right. And a lot of people I knew from my team were starting off with the skiing. So I was like, okay, well, at least I know some people in that same boat then. Hmm. And, you know, I'm going to be kind of like amongst the same level of people. Yeah. And also, I just didn't want to risk having a shit time whilst right. I was out there. I didn't want to have, I didn't want to have to deal with the anxiety of it. Um, because it, because it is, those sort of things do, do fill me with anxiety and do make me, uh, very, very concerned. And I get very hung up on it and I didn't want to be in that work environment feeling that way. Right. So I made a decision that if I do skiing, at least then if it goes like well, or even if it goes badly, I've at least then got some slidey experience and I might want to then go back and try snowboarding because a big part of what I felt the problem with snowboarding was I hadn't felt that sensation before. So even if it was just like a, a route back in, yeah, it was still worth doing. So I decided to opt for skiing. Um, have you got have you got a hard out at all? Because I have got a... This story could go for a while. Go on, man. Okay. The day before we went skiing... We did something called pereing. Okay. Do you know what that is? Do you know what that is? No. So, what this is is they take you to the top of a mountain right. as a group right. after the ski resort has closed, and they give you what a wooden. Day is this? So this is about four thirty p.m. So it's still daylight. Just. So this becomes where, where this, were you, this, Chamonix? This fact, yeah, we're in Chamonix. This fact becomes important. So, so basically, it's the, it's the it's the same deal with the sunlight as here. Okay, so yeah, it's just dusk. Fine. Dusk. Yeah. So you're at, you're just just before, just before dusk, I'd say, and you start off a mountain, and um, they give you this wooden thing that is a two foot long single ski at the bottom, made of wood with metal on the bottom. Right. A seat. And a pole that sits between your legs that you hold on to. And you sit on this um, thing, this Perret, and you go down the mountain at a ridiculous speed. So what you've just described to me is, is putting me in mind of the prototype uh, skateboard that Marty McFly <laughs> takes off the small girl in 1955 Hill Valley. It's kind of... No, I tell you what... Not far off. If you're still on the top of a mountain, <laughs> yeah, down okay. it. That's basically what it is. Kind of looks like the cool thing that you want it to be, but is not the cool thing you want it to be. Well, the instructors who were doing this had some cool shit, like some plastic fiberglass like version. We we were literally on these wooden things, and um, there was, and somebody somebody got injured doing it. Um, it's probably not fair really for me to talk about that too much because it's you know inside baseball whatever yeah why, why, why you know why should I talk about someone else yeah, yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody got injured doing it down halfway down a mountain not even halfway like quite early on it delayed us it delayed us to the point where we were now going down a mountain on these ridiculous wooden things um, when it had transcended from uh, nearly dusk to essentially nearly night so we're going down this mountain. Uh, you, you're, you've got some skiing experience, haven't you? No. I, I've, oh, you? I've done some snowboarding classes in the same place where you did them. 
Okay, right. So that's do you know... All, that's the, all I've got in my locker, mate. Do you know the grades of mountain, of, of like, um, slopes? I know there are different uh, grades of run and, and so, they are... It, it's, it's like the mountain bike trails around Kenny Chase as well. So there are, there is like, black runs are the, are the, the badass ones. Yeah. So this was a red. Okay, which so is, is that the bottom one? No. This is like the intermediate to advanced. Okay, so is it like blue, red, black, is it? What, how does it work? I think, no, it goes green, blue, red, black, I think. Okay. I think. I could be wrong. Okay. So we're going down, we're going down this red run on these... <clears throat> I don't even... I mean, the only thing I can call them is by our actual name, Perez, because I don't know what else to... Even how to describe them. Uh, in the pitch black, on ice because people have been skiing on it all day having watched somebody get quite seriously injured on the way down um and that really does not your confidence for going skiing the next day i'll be honest with you it really does yeah it really does not your confidence um to the point where the next morning i was i was sort of like tempted to be like oh maybe i'll switch to snowshoeing maybe I won't go skiing because my anxiety is through the roof having witnessed this the day before um but I didn't I I did stick out with the skiing okay Um, quick quick sidebar on skiing um ski boots are an absolute nightmare yeah but but no but no no, but not like snowboarding ones oh a hundred times worse oh okay you could you can't get your foot in them because they they are solid they are a block right. in the sh- like so if you imagine they are a solid block in the shape of a foot and a leg and they go up to essentially your top of your calf right so there's no giving them for you to try and bend your foot into them <laughs> terrific so really do they sell so uncomfortable do they <laughs> Say again. <laughs> do they sell an overpronator skiing boot? Because <laughs> that's what I'm. No, no. Well, they might do. But yeah, they're a nightmare to get. They're so, so uncomfortable. I can't believe how uncomfortable they were. I was wearing them all day. How skiing then? Okay, so. I came away and I th- I'm pretty sure I'm going to go skiing again. Nice. Um,. Which is, and what was weird about that was that it was a four hour session we had with the instructor. Yeah. And I was in the beginner, beginner class. Right. And um, so it started off where she sort of like, she did a little bit of the stuff you talked about that you would have done with snowboarding, right. uh, where you just get used to the sensation of going across the snow. Yeah. And um, it was really good. So we, we strapped one ski on and we kind of pushed it like a skateboard and then we strapped the other ski on and pushed it like a skateboard and then we strapped both skis on and we slid across the ground with both skis on the flat, this is. Yeah. Um, and then we learned walking up the hill on the sides of the skis and all this sort of stuff. And then we kind of got into this, the, the kind of main meat of it, which was you got your poles and uh, you're, you're standing side onto the mount, on, onto the slope, as <laughs> mountain. Right, the slope we were learning on was. You wouldn't know it was a slope unless you put like a... A spirit level. <laughs> a spirit level on it. Yeah, it was like that sort of level of um, of incline. It was the it was the bottom of the baby slope. So it was about as straight as the pictures in my house then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we were doing that and we were... we'd So we'd be standing side onto that so you weren't going anywhere. And then you put your sticks out to the side and dig them in, going downhill. And you turn yourself around. So you put your weight on the sticks, turn yourself around so you were facing downhill 
but kind of like in a break position and then you let go of the sticks and you you go down the down the hill and then you go into the plow position to stop mm-hmm. and we we're doing that for for a while and getting used to that um and i was like okay well i'm oh, i'm doing this okay i'm, I'm you know i can stop and, and whatever but i'm not I'm not exactly enjoying it. It's still every time I'm going downhill, I'm still kind of panicking a little bit, and I feel I don't feel in control. Right. And we stopped another break, and um, I was chatting to the instructor, and you know whatever, and we then went back up, and she's like, "Right, okay, now we're not going to do that kind of stop at the top, dig your sticks in, and turn around. We're going to be a bit more graceful. We're going to actually ski." into the incline no decline Mm. Um, we're going to be facing sideways we're going to ski out and we're going to turn into it right and when I did this I was like okay cool I'll try that so we went out and I turned into the slope she'd she'd shown us before the break how to do turns she was trying to teach people how to do turns and I was like I'm not even going to watch how you're telling me this because I'm not interested this isn't for me um so I hadn't I wasn't thinking of any particular technique she was just like don't worry about technique don't worry about what I showed you beforehand just just turn how you feel that you should turn feel the 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 path and just turn Mm. so I turned into it and then what I found was I turned into it and then I very naturally started to S down the slope S like a slalom so performing okay. like a, an S, so I'd turn in and then I'd go across the other side and turn back and then turn in and turn back without thinking about technique. Nice. Just thinking, I'm I'm f- kind of feeling this natural fluctuation of curves. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I did that for the first, the first time I did that, I was like, oh, okay. That felt like I was doing something real. Yeah. And... I felt in control and deliberate about what I was doing for the mm-hmm. first time that day. And then I did about another half an hour of that with the, with her. And I was just doing... And she, oh, yeah, then she set up like a, an actual slalom. So she took some ski poles in the in the ground and we were meant to slalom three of them. And I was just hitting it every... I was just nailing it every time. And it was just coming really naturally. It, it's like that moment, finally, where it felt like it had clicked. And I think it was about 10 or 10 or 12 in, in our little beginners group. And uh, after we'd done that for a while, like every, everyone in the group was sort of like, you know, trying to, trying to practice this. She pointed at four of us and was like, right, you guys can go up the mountain. Wow. And you can come back down. So we went and got on the, on the, on the um, chairlift thing that like mm-hmm. drags you up, went up the top of a green slope and four of us slalom back down like that. And then we went up again, did it twice. And I was like, shit, <laughs> I actually did a thing. You skied, man. Well done. I know. I proper skied. And I was <coughs> properly like, the, the level of anxiety before, bearing in mind that morning, I almost bailed and was like, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. Because I had such a bad experience before and because I was like, I, I just don't think this is going to be for me. And um, don't get me wrong, when I was coming down that green slope, there were times where I was like, this is beyond me, what the fuck am I thinking? <laughs> like, I'm going too quick or whatever. But what I'd realised in that moment when it clicked was, the key to this is to never be pointing down the mountain. Because that makes sense. Always be going sideways. Right. And that's what that's how, that's what people do when they ski. Right. Um, unless, obviously, you're getting... Until you get, until you get good, like... 
that's what you do you you go side to side down the mountain and I realised that was the key and then it was so much easier even the, the points where I did lose control a bit, little bit and started to go too fast I was able to regain control and take the turn back and you know come back again and I also found that there were some moments there were some moments when I was out of control but there were some moments where I was able to get really really relaxed in it and I realised that when I was in that kind of really relaxed state I was even more in control because I wasn't thinking about what I was doing I was just naturally letting myself feel those turns and kind of look where I was heading and look where I wanted to go and not worrying too much about technique and I was like okay I think if I came again mm -hmm. had another couple of hours of refresher mm -hmm. I could do this all day and or it felt like I got to that point where I was like right all I need now is practice at this right. I've got over the initial hump of learning the basic concept yep. and now I just need practice it's like if you're riding it, the problem I was having was if, imagine if you were riding a bike and you were just obsessed with pedalling yeah. you were always thinking about pedalling and you yeah. weren't thinking about where you were going you weren't thinking about balancing you weren't yeah. thinking about looking at and appreciating the world around you you were just thinking about pedalling so speaks a man with a three-year-old, yeah. But that's, that's what you would have, like, that's what it was like with snowboarding. Yeah. That's what it was like when I initially started on the skiing, was all I was thinking about yeah. was, like, the, the minute detail. When you stop thinking about that and you just sort of, like, have enough confidence to be mm -hmm. like, okay, I get, I kind of understand the that enough, um, that was really good. And I, I was properly, quite, properly moved by it because, as well, when I was going up on that, so we'd have this kind of semi-euphoric moment where we, the four of us had been sort of singled out and said, you can go up the mountain, you're ready. Yeah. Um, going up on this chairlift, there's about 20 metres between people on this thing so that you've got enough time to get off and not yeah. be hit by people. I was going up these mountains and the scenery is like nothing I've ever seen before in my entire life. Mm -hmm. All day, all day, every time I looked up, I was blown away. Yeah. and I was going up this mountain and it was just silent you could just hear this, the snow on my skis I was looking around it was bright sunshine and there was these amazing like mountains around me and I was like okay the, I, I get now why people love to do this right. I'd never really got it before but like I get now why people come back to these places year in year out and do this for a week because it was just insane and then to tap top that off with actually then skiing down and yeah. in those mo in those moments where I was, I was able to relax and I was able to just like feel the the ride yeah. uh, that was something else man in that set in that setting as well it was just ridiculous so yeah I, I had a pretty amazing experience with it uh, way better than I ever thought I would having come off the back of the previous experience and my expectations really uh, of both myself and the sport I was pretty blown away oh, I'm really pleased for you man that's great yeah man I'm really really happy and I, 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 want, I'm, I want to look into going like again uh, myself so that's cool which I never thought I would that's amazing not, sh not sure I'll go back to the snow dome though but uh, the you know Mont Blanc Chamonix I'd, I'd, I'd do that <laughs> John you've made the leap you've done it You've broken your platform lock-in. Uh, lock you're a braver man than I. And you have ditched your iPhone. 
Oh, you skipped, you've, you, 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 sorry, you, you, you blew my mind there because you just skipped about five items on my, on my script. Go on. That's all I want to talk about, John. That's all you want to talk about. I've got, I've got so many other things I want to talk about before I get there. We surely, we surely don't have time. We surely don't have time. Is this, no, still, I, is this, is this for show? Because we surely don't have time. You don't look like a runner. With Nick and John. 